I'm Ruxandra Guidi, host of The Catch, a podcast from Foreign Policy and the Walton Family Foundation about the seafood we eat and the impact it can have on our world. This season, we'll hear how Norway is handling cod's changing migration patterns and what it says about fisheries in other parts of the world. Season three of The Catch is out now. The victims of the shooting at Michigan State University have been identified. That's where we're starting The Seven from The Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre. It's Wednesday, February 15th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. All three victims in Monday's shooting were students. Alexandria Werner and Ariel Anderson were juniors, and Brian Frazier was a sophomore. The five others who were wounded are also students. Police said the 43-year-old gunman killed himself after the attack on the East Lansing campus. At a press conference yesterday, Michigan Representative Alyssa Slotkin expressed her anger. In November 2021, a student fatally shot four classmates and injured seven others at a high school in the same district. As the representative of Oxford, Michigan, I cannot believe that I am here again doing this 15 months later. And I am filled with rage that we have to have another press conference to talk about our children being killed in their schools. And I would say that you either care about protecting kids or you don't. You either care about having an open, honest conversation about what is going on in our society or you don't. But please don't tell me you care about the safety of children if you're not willing to have a conversation about keeping them safe in a place that should be a sanctuary. Authorities still don't have an explanation for why the gunman opened fire. His father told The Post that he was arrested for carrying a firearm without a permit in 2019. Number two, the unidentified objects shot down by the U.S. may not have been a threat. Three mysterious objects have been shot down over the U.S. and Canada since Friday. There's been heightened attention after the U.S. shot down a suspected Chinese spy balloon earlier this month. But White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said yesterday that these latest objects may have been harmless. What we know uh, is the intelligence uh, community is considering as a leading explanation that these could be uh, tied to commercial or research entities and benign. For some context here, there are dozens, if not hundreds, of balloons over the U.S. at any given time for research and commercial reasons. At number three, Turkey and Syria are struggling to care for orphans after the earthquakes. More than 41,000 people died in last week's disaster. Officials in both countries are still trying to figure out how many children have been orphaned and how to care for them. This is especially difficult in Syria. Many kids had been displaced, even before the earthquakes. A civil war has been going on there for 12 years, and a lot of identification and history has been lost in the process. Yesterday, UN trucks entered a rebel-held region of northwestern Syria with some much-needed aid. Our afternoon podcast, Post Reports, examined the aftermath of the earthquake and how foreign aid has struggled to make its way to the areas that need it most. Number four, 
A town in Ohio that was hit with a toxic train crash has been told to drink bottled water. A train went off the tracks in East Palestine earlier this month. The derailment spilled dangerous chemicals and caused a huge fire. Residents are returning home after evacuating, but officials are concerned about the safety of the water supply and they want to run tests. Water officials are tracking a large plume of contamination flowing down the Ohio River. So far, about 3,500 fish in local waterways have been killed by the chemical release. Number five, the amount of floating ice around Antarctica has hit a record low. Satellites measured the smallest concentration of ice around the continent since tracking began in 1978. It's the second year in a row of record lows. The measurement was reported yesterday. It could be a hint that Antarctic sea ice is finally starting to behave as scientists expected as the planet warms. Unlike in the Arctic, there's been no clear downward trend yet in Antarctica's overall sea ice. A new form of birth control for men has shown promising results. That's number six. The drug stops sperm from turning on for a short period of time. That's according to a study of mice published yesterday. But it's still a few years away from being tested in humans. People have a lot of interest in better male contraceptives. But it's taking a long time because there's not much funding from larger companies. Academic scientists are the ones pushing it forward. And at number seven, thousands of Tesla's chargers will soon be available to all drivers. The electric car company announced today that it reached a deal with the Biden administration. Tesla will make 7,500 chargers available for all electric vehicles by the end of 2024. This will speed up a plan to create a nationwide network of fast chargers, allowing people to travel long distances in electric vehicles. And just like that, you are all caught up. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I will meet you back here tomorrow. 